The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Students are planning to walk out of close to 100 Virginia schools today to protest the Yunkin administration's draft policies on the treatment of transgender students in school. Caden Petticord is 16 years old and identifies as non-binary. He plans to participate in a walkout at Henrico High School this afternoon. We are children who are now having to tell adults how to treat people with basic respect and dignity. We are learning that people in power do not have our backs. Virginians can now share their feedback with the Department of Education on the Yunkin administration's new proposed guidance. If approved, the policy would roll back some accommodations aimed at protecting trans youth while also tightening parental notification requirements. The public comment period will be open until late October. You can read the draft policy by going to vpm.org news. The Navy is ramping up staffing to deal with a backlog of discharge papers. Sailors who leave the Navy can wait months for proof they served. Paul Bebo from partner station WHRO has more. It's called the DD-214. It's the government form, usually a single sheet, that tells the world how long you served in the military, your skills and specialties, and whether you received an honorable discharge. It's the key to the rest of your life. For up to 74% of sailors who leave, 850 cases a week, the Navy can't get the document done on time. This is according to the Navy's own estimate. But you're almost kind of held captive, right, to that one document, because without that, you can't start anything. Employers need it to see what type of discharge you have. You need it just to even start getting your health, you know, your health benefits started. That's Sultan Camp. He's the director of the Veterans Employment Centers at the Hampton Roads Workforce Council. The vets who walk into his office or who he finds online are keenly aware of the problem, which has been ongoing for at least a year. A Navy spokesperson says they've hired 300 new people and brought current staff in to tackle the backlog. That was Paul Bebo reporting. Bon Secours and Richmond Community Hospital are allegedly using a program to buy discounted medication available to nonprofit hospitals and being reimbursed at a much higher rate by insurance companies, according to a recent New York Times story. Bon Secours Mercy Health, which owns the nonprofit community hospital, made about $1 billion in profits last year. The allegation comes following Richmond Community, which is located in a predominantly black neighborhood on the east side of Richmond, closing its ICU in 2017, according to the Times. A spokesperson for Bon Secours told the newspaper that it had invested about $10 million in improvements at Richmond Community since 2013. The city of Richmond started rolling out bright purple and green bins at community gardens, libraries, and more this summer. As Patrick Larson reports, the city recently received a $90,000 grant from the USDA to pilot a new composting program. 
Kate Rivara is Richmond's community garden coordinator. She says composting keeps food and yard waste out of landfills, which can reduce methane emissions, and it reduces the need for sometimes harmful fertilizers. Rivara's a longtime backyard composter, but wanted to scale up. So yeah, I just was thinking about how, how to collectivize that impact, because you're making something that's really valuable. So she applied for a federal grant. Now, Richmond is accepting compostables at drop-off locations around the city. You know, ultimately, we want to get to curbside or door-to-door. The pilot ends in September 2023, when the federal cash runs out. But Rivara says she hopes the city will fund the program long-term. Patrick Larson, VPM News. The number of young people killed in firearm homicides has surged during the pandemic. Data from the state medical examiner's office shows Richmond lost more people under 26 years old than any other city in Virginia last year. As part of a VPM News special series, Another Way, reporter Megan Pauley takes a look at some of the summer and after-school programs that are part of the city's gun violence prevention strategy. It's early August, and a group of about two dozen Richmond middle and high schoolers are settled around four tables at the Peter Paul Development Center with an adult at each one. Draymond Miller is hyping them up before diving into a serious topic, gun violence. So if I yell pause, I need you to say my life is worth it. Can y'all say that loud? All right, so if I yell pause, what y'all gonna say? All right, I don't know who that was, but good pitch. You got some good range, all right? Miller is a teacher who started his own company, Street Smarts Over Safety. Um, How many people in here either know someone who owns a gun, know someone who has been a victim of gun violence, someone who maybe has passed away due to uh, the use of a gun? Everyone's hands go up. Researchers would call Draymond, or as kids call him, Mr. Dre, a credible messenger. Credible messengers are people who connect with youth through shared experiences. Here's Draymond, a day after the program. I've had experiences of uh, uh, living in places and opening up my door, um, and someone's bleeding at the front of my door. Draymond can relate to a lot of the kids he's worked with. So yeah, I've seen things like that, or I've seen people playing with guns, or I've family members who were killed by guns. Another group of middle schoolers in the city are part of a more intensive after-school program called We Matter. They've either witnessed gun violence or have siblings who've been involved in it. Trevor Walker works with them at River City Middle School. One student's father was murdered in front of him. But Walker says with the help of We Matter, he's thriving. He's building healthy relationships not only with adults but with other students. He's learning to trust people. His grades have improved. His attendance has improved. He's building a better future for himself. Over at MLK Middle School, Jessica Shin is working with another group of students who are in the We Matter program. She likens their trauma to a bear following kids around. When you have a bear coming home every day or it's very much present in your life, the nerves in your brain are strengthening in those areas of like, I need to protect myself, you know, that instinctive fight or flight mode. She helps them manage their emotions through journaling, breathing, and grounding exercises. And she hopes these practices will help them deal with the big traumas as well as everyday stressors like homework. That's my hope, so <laughs> planting those seeds. No, check this out, last one, this is the last one. Back at the Peter Paul Development Center, Councilman Mike Jones asks the kids what opportunities and programs they want to see in the city. 
14-year-old Leilani suggests things like throwing block parties for kids to let loose and relax. After the discussion wraps up, she told me this is the perfect time to reach them. And I feel like this age group that they chose is the main age group that really starts to get into gun violence, really starts to get into gangs, thinks they want to be included in this type of lifestyle, but they don't really understand what it's like to be in this lifestyle. Leilani turns over a piece of paper she'd been using to keep score of the bowling game they were playing earlier. And she starts drawing stars with black Sharpie all over the page. At the bottom, she writes, a million stars gone because of gun violence. Megan Pauley, VPM News. This story is part of a four-part series airing this week on VPM News called Another Way, How One Virginia City Reckons with Gun Violence. Read more of our reporting and coverage each day at vpm.org slash gunviolence. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.